Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, 15 to Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. I am your host, Tito, and let's jump into this Motivation Monday, Monday motivation. Yes. Is it crazy out there? Yes, it is. Is Corona still creeping around every corner like a a bad drug addict trying to subdue you into thinking that it's okay to lend them $20? Hell yes. Is the government just all over the place? And I'm not just talking the president. I know you guys think uh, I just like bashing our president. Hell no. I'm I'm fed up with everybody, to tell you the truth. We, we, we need to scrap the whole party system and start over as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, we got a lot of stuff going on. And, and I'm sure many of us have multiple things going on. Um, we got this uh, second round of stimulus potential checks coming through also a decrease in the unemployment checks that have been going out as as most of you know they were giving out this additional six hundred dollars which anyone who runs a business knows is problematic because if you have people especially unfortunately those businesses that have lower wages right especially minimum wage someone getting unemployment plus 600 they're getting paid more than they were when they showed up to work so when it was time to come back to work a lot of people didn't come in where i'm working right now we have a 30 percent vacancy rate 30 percent three out of every 10 people that were employed ain't even showing up so those are those are issues that make it hard for someone to, to deal with and then you had these ppe loans that came out that are potential grants, so, you know, forgivable debts, basically. And they were contingent on the majority of that money, 75%, going to pay wages. Yet, if you can't get people to come to work, then you can't pay out the wages, and then you end up not being able to get the loan forgiven. So now you're a small business with this big chunk of, of money that you got lent to basically get started, but people didn't show up to work. You couldn't pay people because they wouldn't even show up. And now you have this debt on top of debt. What's scary as hell to me is we have civil unrest. We have the NFAC, um, this group of blacks going around, armed black militia. You know, they were just right next door to where I live now, you know, over in um, Kentucky or Illinois, wherever, um, you know, protesting one of the deaths, right? Um, tensions are high, right? Tensions are high. And um, you, <clears throat> you got people that are on the fence. I'm still here uh, 100% open. Anyone that wants to talk slash debate slash have an intelligent conversation of why you support Trump or why you are 100% either liberal, Democrat, or Republican, uh, I want to know why. I want to know why you conform. I want to know why you follow even though there are blatant lies and things that are literally in front of you that, like if I sat here and said something and next week said something 100% different and next week said something 100% different, you probably wouldn't listen to the podcast anymore. So if you're a Trump supporter, I want to know why you continue to listen and follow him. I really want to know. I'm not trying to pick on the man. 
I pick on him because if he was someone that I was friends with, I'd be calling him a dumbass to his face. Probably to the point where I'd stop being friends with him. Just just saying. You know, that has nothing, 100% nothing to do with politics. But anyway, back to what's going to get us motivated. So anyway... Tons of craziness going on. People are in the process of coming back to work. Mandatory mask mandates are like flying out the window everywhere. Yet I'm even seeing some close friends of mine out partying and doing stuff. And mind you, I'm, I'm damn near 50 years old, y'all. So when I say people like I went to high school with and stuff, like these ain't no spring chickens. The, we're damn near in the in the high risk zone our damn selves, right? out there hanging out with multiple people drinking doing stuff no masks on you know and i'm just like wow you know like as much as i wouldn't mind like kind of hanging out right about now just yeah i I don't think i want to be around a bunch of congested closely knit people who are under the influence and don't are not taking safety precautions yeah it's kind of like uh I probably wouldn't jump into a kiddie pool with a bunch of kids that have been drinking juice all day and been sitting out in the warm sun. Just not the environment I want to be in. Yeah, I'll let that sit and resonate for a minute. Anyway, so what do we have to be motivated about? So I really want to talk about your your inner chi, your zen, your getting back to you, right? So... For the last few weeks, um, me personally, um, uh, and I'm going to shout out former boss slash leader slash mentor, uh, Jim Freeze, if you're listening, what's going on? Um, he gave me some feedback on my podcast and, and said a lot of the stuff, you know, would probably hit better, especially with someone like him who knows me, um, like if I was pushing some of the stuff that I'm saying, for example, I talk about exercise a lot, yet I wasn't doing it that hardcore, right? So Jim, this one's for you. Um, anyway, so what I've been doing the last few weeks is I've been getting up at four in the morning, right? And it's something I did a while back, right? And it's something you hear in a lot of motivational speeches and a lot of people tell you, especially ex-military, they just get used to that waking up early, going to bed early and blah, blah, blah. I am a weird individual myself because I like to stay up late and I don't mind getting up early, which equates to not a lot of sleep, which a lot of health people and scientists will tell you it's good to get your eight hour sleep. Although I also love what Arnold Schwarzenegger says which is just sleep faster. (laughs) So anyway, I've been getting up at 4, 4 4.15 every morning, right? And I do something. So what got me back on this was partially COVID-19, although I've been working more than I was before, still going into the office, still being out in the field. So my work life didn't change, right? But I wanted to start trying to eat a little healthier. I wanted to start working out a little bit more. And so what this really started around was I had a conversation with my wife and said, you know, um, if I leave work right around 4 or 4.30, I can go hit the gym for about an hour and still make it home, you know, at a decent hour. And she was like, yeah, you know, no problem. I'll watch the kid, all that other stuff. So I'm like, cool. 
So I was doing that. And I saw some results. I lost, I don't know, about eight pounds in, in, in a couple weeks, uh, two or three weeks. So I was feeling really good about that, right? And then I started thinking to myself, like, I really got my stuff together in prison before I got out. And I started working out almost two years before I got out. Um, but I'll say really hardcore probably the last year. Um, but it became almost an addiction, definitely a habit right and i mean i was working out three times a day in in prison so i would wake up super early in the morning get ready because i had a regular you know like nine to five type job that started at basically seven in the morning right i would get up to work and since it's prison i don't care if i'm sweaty and stuff at work and i worked in an optical lab so i got it to a point where on our lunch break which was 30 minutes you know you clock in and out there's a bell for breaks and lunch and all that stuff i would literally eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while i was working and then as soon as that bell rang i ran outside and i would do burpees and for most of you guys know what burpees are squat thrusts whatever up downs people call them different things but i would go out for 30 minutes and at the end when you know right before our parole and some of you might think I'm lying. Anyone who was locked up with me knows it's true. In that 30 minutes, I would get 400 to 450 burpees. And I'm talking three counts. So not where you come up and jump in the air like you see a lot of people doing exercise. No jump. Just you go down and come up. That's one, right? I would get 450 of those in 30 minutes. You talk about a uh, hit workout. Boy, I would come in, sweat. Literally up until the next break, which was at whatever, like 1 o'clock or whatever. And then we had a 15-minute break, and I would go out and do another 200 burpees, right? So, and my daughter just woke up. So, we're going to go ahead and let her come up and say something. Leah, you want to say hi to everybody? No. No? Say hi. She doesn't want to say hi. All right, so... uh, Forgive me for that interruption. The princess has woken up and spoken. But anyway, so I would I would do that second workout during the break and hit another 150 to 200 burpees. So do the math. We're talking somewhere in between 600-ish to sometimes almost 700 burpees while I'm at work. That's a lot. And then as soon as I would get done with work, come down the hill, go into the building, instead of like most people and go take a shower and then relax, nope, I would go and run the stairs. So in the buildings, there were two tiers. So there's one flight of stairs, right? I would jog up the stairs and then kind of a little bit slower jog slash walk down the stairs. That would be one, right? I would do a hundred flights that way. So a hundred times up and down the stairs. And then I would walk around the building to kind of cool down. And then I would get my clothes and jump in the shower. And then it's usually right around count time. And then to finish off my day of regimen, right? At count time, basically it's called standing count. It's an institutional count. It's at 5 o'clock where they come around and they verify that everyone is there and alive and breathing so you have to be sitting up on your bunk or standing up showing that you're alive so something i started doing to kind of ground myself was meditation so what i would do is right before count i would set a timer 
and I would meditate, sitting up, and the cops knew I did it, so when they walked, they didn't ask me to open my eyes or anything because they could see I'm breathing and everything. And then count would clear, sometimes it wouldn't, but I would stay meditating until my timer, 15 minutes, would go off. And the rest of my day slash night was relaxation, you know. And every once in a while I might go out to night yard and go jog or go walk and then take another shower and that would be it. But I got in a lot of physical time. I got my mental time in. I did a lot of reading because I was in school, you know. Um, a lot of writing. I had a typewriter. I write stuff for school. I'd write letters home. A lot of things that kept me engaged physically, mentally, and, you know, spiritually. So I tried to remake that for myself. And what does that look like? Well, I can't work out at work, you know. Um, I'm in a leadership role, not to mention, even if I wasn't, you know, it wouldn't make sense to be trying to do burpees at work and then get him back to work. So, and I'm getting a little bit older, so yeah, there's that too. So what do I do? I wake up at four. I do my little morning routine, just making sure all my stuff is ready so that when I'm done, I can get everything out of the way and, and just leave, right? And I will go in the garage, uh, and one of two things um, happen. I do some kind of working out in the garage, and then I go walk, or I just go straight out and walk. Usually it's every other day I do something different, right? So when I walk, I'll usually get three miles in, right? And what that consists of is about one mile of jogging and two miles of walking. So I usually start off doing a lot of walking. Then I'll incorporate jogging a little bit, walking a little bit, jogging, walking, jogging, walking. And at, at the end of about 45 to 50 minutes, I have three miles in, right? Um, on the other days, I'll do my burpee or a weight routine in the garage, get real fast, real hard, um, 15, 20 minutes at the most, of just high intensity that that's kind of a hit workout just i'm just cycling through cycling through cycling through and then i'll go straight out from that and i'll go walk for about 30 minutes get about two miles in right walk and jog a little bit so that's my morning then i go to work um i try to make a point of regardless what i do i have at least six thousand steps in before i leave the house in the morning so and 6,000 steps, I, every time I look it up, it says that that's three miles, but I don't do three miles every day. So I guess I do a lot of steps just walking up and down the stairs and stuff here at home. But needs to say, I go to work after work sometime in between four and five o'clock. I leave the office and Planet Fitness is literally like three blocks away. So I go right down the street. Uh, usual routine is 35 minutes on the Stairmaster. Um, I average about 550 uh, calories burned and about 120 flights of uh, stairs done. And then I'll do the rest uh, weights. So I get about an hour in, 35 minutes on the Stairmaster, about 25 minutes in the weights. And then I leave and come home and spend time with my wife and daughter. Um, one thing I did leave out, sorry, totally blew by this. Um, so after I do my workout in the morning, I come in and I meditate for 10 minutes. I get a 10-minute meditation. It also helps me cool down a little bit, take my shower, and then I write one page in a journal. Um, in that journal writing, I've talked about everything from work, um, my family life, uh, some things I want to try and do, um, whatever. But I, I find myself going back and looking at those pages and then kind of going, yeah, you know, let me let me put some time and effort into this. 
Um, needless to say, it's, it's made me think about a lot of things, right? So when we're talking about your Zen and your Chi and, you know, what you got going on, um, and this is talked about in the different, you know, religious books, Bibles, Quran, and all that stuff. But, you know, basically, and it's kind of like the you're in an airplane that's going down and the oxygen mass drops. And they always tell you, put it on yourself before you put it on your child. Because if you try and put it on your child and then you can't get it on yourself, then you're of no use to anyone and that child is still in danger, right? Same with life, y'all. Um, you got to have your, your Zen, your Chi, right? So something that's really big is if you can't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of someone else, right? And my, my beautiful daughter is up here laying down behind me right now. And I can't help but think, if I'm not doing something to take care of me, how can I take care of her? How can I be a better father and husband uh, to my family unit, right? So I'm doing this, one, because I, I feel so much better. And, and I've gone now, I want to say, 10 or 11 days straight working out every day. Um, it might be even longer than that. Um, I've been taking Saturdays off. I didn't take yesterday off. Um, and, and I just find myself, I, I actually like want to now. You know how usually, oh, I don't really want to. Maybe I'll do it later or tomorrow. Now I find myself going, damn, I need to, I need to do something, right? And I'm doing a little calorie counting and, you know, and I don't like my app only because it'll take off the workouts so it makes it look like you can eat a ton of food, which you really can. But my point is I want to eat less and also burn off more because I'm working out. So I'm trying to look at the numbers on the left instead of on the right. <laughs> I know that doesn't make sense, but that's how the app set up. But um, And then really trying out some new stuff. Like I love food and I, I actually like healthy food too. So um, a big, big shout out to my wife um, because she's really trying to, to work around that as well. Um, I'm not as fortunate as her to be younger and skinnier and being able to eat whatever I want and not have to worry about it. I, I have to worry about it. So, um, and then, you know, we, we got to deal with things, right? Like I'm getting older. I got some aches and pains and I hate to say it. Um, I was like this even when I was younger. Um, the more I work out, the more the pain goes away. And I don't know if it's just because I get numb to it or because my joints and stuff start waking up but it's really about getting all my focus back so that when all this craziness that I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast kicks in um it's okay like my mind's in a little bit better place and I've actually had conversations with some guys I was locked up with who like I said earlier they're, they're, they're Trump supporters and uh I, I'm like but why like can you at least admit that that he lies, you know, uh, and like some of the other things that have happened, like making fun of people with disabilities and everything. And then the conversation kind of tapers off and they don't want to talk anymore. And so I really do want to understand those things. And something else I've been like trying to do in my little Zen Chi moment here is I don't eat until noon, at least noon. Like today I didn't even eat till like 1.30. But uh, mind you, getting up at 4.00. And then not eating until 1 and pretty much the last anything I eat at night, sometimes it's late, 10 or 10.30. Um, I, I still stay up late. But 
it still gives me this fasting thing and that's a big fad right now i don't know if it works but i'm trying it out not to mention it, it gives me the opportunity to try and drink more water and stuff i will say this um to anyone who hasn't fasted i'll be really hungry like around 10 in the morning <laughs> but by the time noon creeps around and like it's the hey it's okay to eat now half the time i don't want to eat and then when i start to eat i get full really quick so maybe it does help a little bit but anyway um i guess all i'm trying to tell you guys is try something new do something different um and let it play out for a while uh, i'm down a little over 12 pounds now uh, I've, I've been kind of sticking to this regimen almost a month doing it both in the morning and in the afternoon but the afternoon lost me at least half of the weight first but i'm also really getting in tune with like getting focused on some other stuff so try something new um see what works for you give whatever you try a minimum of three weeks preferably six weeks to see if it really does anything for you and and push yourself um uh, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast the other day. I forget who he was interviewing, but the guy said something I think about all the time, and I thought it was funny. And it's always good to have validation when you're listening to someone else and they say something that you've been thinking anyway. But he basically said, like, when you're working out, if you tell yourself, I'm going to hit 10, 10 reps on this, you know, you're only going to hit 10. After that, you're like, oh, I'm done, and you stop. And what I've been doing when I do my weights after the Stairmaster in the gym is – I'll tell myself I'm going to start off light and do 20, but at 20, I'll go to 30, and sometimes I'll go to 40, and then I'll add on 10 or 20 pounds, and I do another 20 or 30, and I push myself until I can't do any more. So keep pushing yourself, and before you know it, like I'm at the bottom of a lot of the stacks of weights now because I keep pushing myself. Now, don't get me wrong, when I get to the bottom of the weights, I might only do two or four or six reps, but then I work my way back up. It takes me a good 10 to 15 minutes to go through sets on one machine. So usually after I do Stairmaster, I only get two sets, maybe three at the most of weights, but I get good sets in. So just push yourself. I am definitely not a hard body yet. Um, I'm, I'm seeing some improvements and I'm going to keep freaking pushing. And I know you can do it because if my fat old behind can, you can too. So I just want to say I love y'all. I know you can do it. You guys are rock stars. And never, ever stop believing in yourself because if you don't, nobody else will. All right? And on a final note, my daughter would like to say something to you all. Oh, no. You don't want to say goodbye to everybody? Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. She was going to say goodbye. Say love you. Love you. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a great day, great week. Be a rock star. I know you are.